Welcome to The Vault. Tune in every week to unlock the marketing secrets of some of the fastest growing businesses. You'll hear practical tips, strategies, and case studies that will help you build incredible marketing campaigns for your business. And now, here's your host, Stacey Keogh. Hello and welcome to today's show. Do you ever wonder how some marketers seem to have a never-ending stream of content flowing from their websites and their social media just like magic? Meanwhile, you're slaving away for weeks just to produce one blog post or a marketing video? Well, in this episode, I'll discuss one of the best ways to up the quantity of your content without spending lots of money or working a 20-hour day. It's called repurposing content and it's going to blow up your content marketing strategy. I have a process which I call the content waterfall because that's what it really is. We start with a few ideas which trickle down and then they gain momentum and create a huge flood of content. I run a workshop on this method every quarter. So if you love the idea of it and want some more information following this podcast, then check out the link in the show notes to see when the next workshop is taking place. All right. Let's unlock the vault and dive into the content waterfall. The content waterfall process is something that I came up with a few years ago to help us inside of our marketing agency to get the most out of the really rich content that we were creating for our clients. So essentially, it means beginning with a really excellent core piece of content. My favorite is video. But that's not comfortable for everybody. You can also use something like a webinar or a keynote that you've presented at. When I do video interviews with a client, I usually try to spend 45 minutes recording an interview. And my goal off the back of that is to be able to create between 170 and 190 pieces of content. So you might think that sounds like a lot, but if you follow this process, you'll see just how easy that becomes with a little bit of planning and practice. So the most important part of creating the first piece of content is preparation. If I'm going to focus on the video part of this process, I like to start with a list of questions. So I think of things that are really thought-provoking, diverse, open-ended questions that are going to draw out information from the person that I'm interviewing. Here are a couple that I've used before. You could try these out for your business. What inspired you to start your business and how has your vision changed over the last few years? What is the biggest misconception about your industry? How would you explain your business to a five-year-old? How can novices learn and keep up to date with trends in your industry? If I was to hire your company today, what would your onboarding process look like for me? What are some of your prospects' biggest fears prior to buying from you? What was the best project that you've ever worked on and why? What are three tips your ideal audience could implement on their own before hiring your services? Who would benefit the most from your product or services and why? Do you have a big, hairy, audacious goal beyond what you are offering in your business today? What are three words that you could use to explain the personality of your brand and how do you portray that in your business? 
for the purpose of giving you examples that relate to most industries, I've kind of thrown out those sort of broad subjects or broad questions, but you can tailor them as much as you'd like that's going to help to draw out the right information for your business. I also like the idea of throwing in some kind of weird, wacky, fun questions as well. That won't be suitable for all of your businesses, but if your sort of personality allows for it, I would recommend throwing some silly stuff in there too, because it's just a really great way of connecting with your audience when they can see a sort of funny side to you, I suppose. So the goal of this process really is to pull out really unique and interesting content that your ideal audience is going to relate to, that they're going to find interesting, that they find helpful. So step one of the content waterfall is what we call the original storm. So this is creating core content. So if I was creating some video content, I would start with recording the answers to some of those questions that I've just given you as examples. I really try not to let my clients overthink this too much. If they get really stuck on a question, I just move over it. I think it's great to speak straight to camera, but if I've ever got a client that feels a little bit awkward about that, then I get them just to speak to me slightly off camera. My primary objective really with creating this content is for it to look and sound natural. So when I'm implementing it for my clients, or if you're implementing this for yourself, just do whatever feels natural. It's worth saying that vision is our most dominant sense. So most information is transmitted to the human brain is visual. So any marketers will tell you that photos, graphics improve engagement. So imagine what video does for you. Possibly the best news about this is that videos don't have to be perfect. So it's actually the content that matters. There's no need for you to get a video editor and spend loads of money on a videographer if your budget doesn't allow for it. There's a time and a place for professional videos, but for the sake of removing all excuses and kind of getting you started, I suggest just getting started with your smartphone. There's research out there which indicates that prospects are mostly put off by videos that don't explain the product or service clearly, that actually the quality of the video or poor design didn't matter to them as much. So don't get concerned with hiring a videographer, you know, and spending a lot of money if your budget doesn't allow for it. Jump right in, start recording some of these short snippets and share your insights and knowledge with the world. So I'll start off by this, you know, recording 45 minutes of footage. The wonderful thing about this is that for me, working on a consultancy with a client is they can kind of come into my office, we can do the 45 minutes of filming, then they can go off and and do what they're great at. And we essentially can follow this content waterfall process and generate hundreds of pieces of content. So hopefully you find this helpful. The next stage is what we call repurposing. So we've got that original core piece of content. And then this example, I've used video. But what we would do as part of our repurposing part of this pipeline is we'll take that original video recording. I'd probably look to strip out the audio and release it as a podcast. So there's one piece of content. If a really great insight or story has come out of the interview, I might even be able to write a press release or a news release and actually pitch it to different media outlets or journalists that are appropriate for the industry. I'll then look at taking that original video recording and breaking it down into short video snippets. So a really great way to share content across social media is just in snippets. You don't necessarily want to post a 30 to 45 minute interview. So I'll aim out of that original piece of recorded video to try to get 
a minimum of six short one to two minute videos, but my objective really is to pull at least 10. I would then look at for each of those questions that we've answered or for each of the little snippets of video that we've pulled out, we want to then turn that snippet into a blog post. And each blog post, I really want to be between 500 and 800 words for it to be juicy enough for our audience to pay attention to and for it to be able to be effective in Google search and SEO and all that kind of thing. We want it to be at least five to 800 words. When we've answered a question in the interview and then we're looking to turn that into a blog, we'll basically expand on what they've said. So we can back up a lot of what they've answered with industry statistics, maybe real life examples of whatever they've given us during that interview. But essentially, we'll look to bulk it out. All of our blog posts kind of follow a five step structure, which enables us to create graphics representing those five core points that we've made throughout the blog post. So there's another another couple of pieces of content. Each of those five graphics that come out of each individual blog will turn into a slide share, which can be put out across LinkedIn. Remember what I said kind of in the beginning that the most important part of this process is the preparation. If you get the questions right, you'll hopefully have extracted a process or a step-by-step guide that's come out of that interview. And I will use this content to create perhaps an infographic, or I might even be able to create a lead magnet. So that could be something that's posted onto your website that can be downloaded in exchange for your ideal prospect's contact information. I'd then go back to that original recording again and listen out for any catchy or inspirational little sound bites. Each of these can be used to create quote graphics. So we've all seen across social media where you see the graphics with the quotes, pull out any of those little sound bites, stuff that sounds really juicy, that sounds really good, that can be repurposed into content. Uh, Each topic that you use for a blog can also be redrafted into an email and distributed as part of an email marketing series to raise awareness for your brand. There's another way to repurpose that. Using images effectively is one of the best ways for small businesses to optimize their content and attract people into your business. So one thing that I always like to focus on is making sure that you've got some images for every single piece of content that you create. So there's some stats out there, like 94% of views, you can increase your views by 94% or you're 40 times more likely to get shared on social media if you've got great graphics. So investing in images is really important. If you've got images of yourself or of your products or of your business, great. That's perfect. If you don't, it's absolutely fine to use licensed stock images. Um, And they can be really, really reasonable to purchase. You know, they can cost a couple of pounds, a couple of dollars each. They don't have to be super expensive, but it does help you to look quite professional. So it's it's really essential to make sure that you're investing in that. A word of warning, don't take images from Google search um, or any other platform. If you do not own the image, don't share it. It's a really quick fire way to run into some copyright problems. And I've certainly have had clients in the past that have received copyright infringement notifications. And it will be because somebody internal, they'll have an internal something that's just pulled an image from Google search and posted it. And it really can cause some trouble. So please don't share content that isn't yours. You want to create your own unique content in the form of images and also copy. That also makes sense. Thinking about images, this is great content for social media. So, you know, I'd always recommend optimizing your images correctly. So this is, I'm going to 
tap on SEO just for a second. It means renaming images. That's a really good way to help optimize them. So make sure that when you're sharing an image that the file name of the image is using your keywords, your brand name, adding any SEO elements like the alt tags or title tags where possible as well is really important. Make sure that you're optimizing those as much as possible. Step three in our content waterfall process is what we call the major flood. And this essentially is mass distribution. So it's the way that we amplify everything that we've just produced. So it's at this stage of the content process that we'll redistribute everything across every platform that we can imagine that our clients are represented on. So every video snippet can be published across LinkedIn, Instagram TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook stories can be created to drive traffic to the main videos on each platform. Each blog post will be published onto your website, but then perhaps also some third-party websites like medium.com. The blogs can also get released as LinkedIn articles and shared from LinkedIn into relevant LinkedIn groups. The five graphics that you've created off the back of each blog post and all the quote graphics that were created from each blog post can be leaked out across all of your social media channels over a period of weeks or even months if you've created a lot of content. Those same images can also be submitted to Google Images so that they'll index into the search results so that you show up in an image search. I'd also create a Pinterest board for each subject and upload all the images to Pinterest. Each of the blogs I aim to break down into 20 tweets and share those across Twitter. People think that sounds like a lot, but it's a rule of thumb that I have with all of the copywriters that work with me, that if a blog post cannot be broken down into 20 really juicy, great tweets, that the quality of the content isn't good enough. It's just a rule of thumb for us. And I recommend you implement that in your business as well. So this is a really rapid overview of the content waterfall process. I recommend checking out the infographic in the show notes to help make sense of this because there's a lot of information just to listen to. My intention is really just to show you how content can be managed. The key is extracting the right information at the beginning and having a really good process in place to ensure that you get the most out of it and that it can be repurposed in lots of different ways. Too often, I see businesses pouring money into the creation of video content for their business, posting it on their websites, and then kind of crossing their fingers and hoping for the best. In my experience, it just doesn't work like that. You really do have to promote it. You really have to get it out in front of people. You have to repurpose it and show people. Everybody needs to see it multiple times before they actually take an action or move forward with something. So a good rule of thumb is to invest 70% of resources in amplifying and gaining exposure for the content that you're creating. So to give an example, you know, if you're looking at your monthly marketing budget, 30% of that should be invested in the creation of high quality content and that remaining 70% should be spent on promoting and advertising it. I think too often, you know, we put a lot of work into writing a blog post or recording a video and editing it, and then we just throw it out there online and hope for the best. You know, it really, really is important to market it, to promote it, to advertise it. Super, super important. Remember with content that it's not about appealing to all people. It's much, much better for you to have a highly engaged micro niche 
then bland content that is trying to appeal to everybody, but that appeals to nobody, that's not helpful for you as a business. Remember, it's really not about appealing to all people. It's much better for you to have a highly engaged micro niche than bland content that doesn't really reach anyone that matters to your business. Some businesses do worry about polarizing certain customers you know, it is this polarization or niching that helps you to attract highly ideal prospects, the right type of prospects. So don't worry too much about polarizing or being too niche. It's really not possible. That will help you appeal to customers. So I hope you've enjoyed going through this content waterfall process. It's something that can help any business get the most out of the content they are producing. If you're investing in the core pieces of content, repurposing it, and there's so many different ways that it can be repurposed. So check out the infographic, make sure that you're following the process as closely as possible, and let me know how you get on with the content waterfall method. Hi all, Stacey Keogh here again. I wanted to pop in and let you know about a workshop that I'm running in January 2019. It's a content marketing Kickstarter, and it's a really awesome one-day workshop, which takes place in London. If you've enjoyed this episode where I've walked through this content waterfall model, then this day is a really, really awesome one for you to get involved with. We start off by walking through how to create a content strategy. We then move on to defining your customer avatar and your persona so you can really understand the best ways to be connecting with your audience and improve your engagement rates. I'm going to share a couple of skills or different tips and tricks on how to create your own really juicy lead magnets, heaps of new ideas and ninja tactics on how to reproduce and repurpose a lot of content that you're creating so that you can rinse it for all it's worth. I've also got a videographer and a photographer there. So it's a really awesome day. We will be creating content on the day. So the really cool thing about it is you'll walk away from this one day workshop with content assets ready to share. So it's not just theory. We're going to be doing it while we're there on the day. So if you've loved this episode and you really want some assistance, you're ready to get going and just really keen to network with other business owners in similar positions to yourself, then sign up for our next workshop, which takes place January 25th, 2019 called the Content Marketing Kickstarter. The link will be in the show notes. You've just been listening to The Vault Podcast with Stacey Keogh. If you've enjoyed the show, she'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. And don't forget to head over to www.thevault.global for more free content that will help you build an effective marketing strategy.